0: Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of our Wednesday night study entitled, A Study of Prayer, based on the book, How to Pray by Ronnie Floyd. Since this is a discussion-based study, we have edited out the comments made by those in attendance due to the fact that they do not have a microphone. May you draw closer to God each day in your prayer life. Lesson 11, How to Do Warfare in Prayer, Part 2. Let's continue on a study that actually is the continuation of a lesson that I started. We didn't. We didn't have a lesson last week. We prayed for Aaron hope. So this was a couple weeks ago. So let me let me catch you up. And if you were not here, you you. I want to get you into kind of in the pocket of what we're doing. We're we're studying prayer, uh, the different aspects of prayer, and how we can, as a church and individually, have a powerful prayer life, uh, and how we how we approach a holy God who not only wants to hear prayer but answer prayer uh, and answer the prayer of his children. So uh, and and, uh, what we started last time we met together was how to do warfare praying. Warfare praying. In other words, we're praying against the power of Satan. Uh, I'll begin with a a quote that's in the book that uh, I'm using as kind of the skeleton for this study uh, written by... (coughs) pastor Ronnie Floyd uh, and uh, here is what uh, a quote that he had heard as a young man even a teenager uh, in another church that he attended I think it was a revival service but the preacher said this and he said I've never been able to forget this statement if you are not having a head-on collision with the devil every day of your life that probably means you're going in the same direction uh, and so we want to be in, in opposition to the evil one. Uh, and that's the, that's the crux of warfare praying. Uh, the church works by that principle that we are in a warfare. Uh, and someone once said, and this is a quote that I can't forget, that prayer is not part of the battle. Prayer is the battle. We have to be a praying people. If we neglect prayer we're going to lose that battle uh, because we can't take Satan on toe-to-toe. It takes the power of Jesus Christ, uh, and we know that we pray that power. So the church works by that principle. Satan is not concerned for the church that compromises the Word of God. That church is already mostly on his side. He doesn't have to work there because he's already accomplished something there. Satan trains his crosshairs on the church that's working in the fields of Jesus Christ and under the power of God and making progress in ministry and seeing souls saved. Uh, Satan doesn't have to mess with lazy, non-witnessing churches. If a church doesn't, uh, is not fired up to make a difference in the world for Christ, Satan's work is pretty much done there. It's the church that is fired up, looking for souls bringing in the lost, preaching the gospel, sending the gospel into the world. And I, I see us on the cusp of, of doing that more and more, of sending the gospel into the world and getting reactions from the world. Uh, and by the way, I'll, I'll tell you very briefly, uh, we, we have a, a, a man in the church, Jeff Thompson, uh, who is a media guru. He sits right there. If you've never met Jeff and Paula, you need to. They sit right there on Sunday mornings. Uh, but, but he knows how to kind of get in the, in the, in, under the radar of what media is doing. And anyway, uh, he is really working on our behalf. And he is sending our message to foreign countries, Netherlands and uh, to European countries. And we're starting to get some reception there. And uh, uh, people are beginning to tune in to little country Clifford Baptist Church. And a preacher with a southern accent in the Netherlands, can you believe that? I, I can hardly believe it. But, but Jeff says that we're going to extend it on. We're we're going to move on into other countries with the message, uh, uh, and and I won't go into the details of how he is extending it. So someone opens our website, but it has to do with prayer. Uh, it's it's a it's an invitation to for that to, to to see that we're praying for brothers and sisters of other countries around the world, and when they see that when they see that marker of Clifford Church they if they're a Christian they many of them will open it up because it's connected with prayer so that's that's far enough with that but but what i'm saying is we are wide open to the tests and the trials and the temptations of satan by simply wanting to extend the gospel into the world see people saved can, again from little old Clifford Baptist Church out here in the country where nobody knows where we are and yet we are a major target for Satan. Uh, when Christians and churches embrace Jesus' mission, conflict is going to come to us. And you know, that's, that's kind of a backhanded compliment, if that if Satan is concerned for us enough that he's throwing roadblocks into our roadway, then that's the compliment of saying, we're doing something. Uh, and that the sailing is not always smooth, and we're working through the difficulties and through the problems and through the roadblocks by the power of God, because the Lord is absolutely more powerful than Satan's roadblocks to us. But it does take our dependence on the Lord. Uh, the closer we get to Jesus, uh, the hotter the battle will become. You can write that down. The closer we get to following Jesus, the closer we get in relationship to Jesus Christ, the hotter the battle with Satan will become because of that relationship. Uh, Now, one of the ways that we draw closer to our God is absolutely through prayer. Uh, Satan does not want you or me or the church to pray. Satan does not want us to have an intimate walk with God. But when we make progress in that walk, Satan is going to rise up against us. So here's the truth. If we really want to move on with God's growth and ministry, uh, then we are going to be serious about prayer. There's no way that we're going to move forward in a relationship with God and in the power of God if we set prayer to the side. That is an absolute connection that we have to have. Uh, and when we are serious about prayer, it is going to invite conflict with Satan. We can expect Satan to react to stop us. It's not an if Satan is going to react, it's a when Satan is going to react. You know, there there are many passages in the Bible where Jesus tells us to be on guard, to be wary, uh, to be watchful, uh, and certainly that that's, that's his word to us, is it's not an if Satan is going to attack, it's when he's going to attack, and we need to be on guard for that, so that we can see it coming, it doesn't catch us by surprise because we're expecting it. Why did Why did Pearl Harbor have such decimation? Because they weren't expecting an attack on that Sunday morning. And sometimes the church can be greatly hurt if we are not expecting Satan to move against us. So we have to be careful. Uh, yes, sir. There you go. Be serious and watchful in your prayers. What's that reference in Peter? 1 Peter 4, 7, be serious, be watchful, uh, and, and of course, you know, the, Peter was writing to the church in its greatest persecution, that Peter's letters are directed to the church in its greatest moment of persecution. So, what a great verse, 1 uh, Peter 4, 7, uh, about uh, being expectant and watchful about uh, Satan's attacks. Uh, so, that's where we get serious about engaging in warfare praying, Uh, The goal is that we are striving to pray against Satan and against his attacks. Now, one of the greatest familiar passages of Scripture concerning spiritual warfare is in Ephesians chapter 6. If you have your Bible tonight, I hope you do. Turn with me there. Ephesians chapter 6. This describes, and I'm sure you're familiar with this, uh, it describes the Christian spiritual armor. So look at Ephesians 6. Three verses, verses 10 through 12. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 12. Here's what Paul writes to the church at Ephesus. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Well, that's very definitive about the battle that we are up against right now. Uh, As Paul writes that, one of the things that we must understand is that You and I are limited and weak against Satan. We are not geared to be able to stand toe to toe with Satan on our own strength. Uh, He is stronger than us, he can overcome human effort. Uh, In fact, uh, there's a passage of Scripture that uh, is pretty eye opening about that. You might want to write this passage down, even turn with me if you'd like, to Acts chapter 19. Verses 13 through 16, this is about a group of guys who took on Satan by themselves. Acts 19, go to verse 13. Acts nineteen thirteen. then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. And there were seven sons of one Siva, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? (laughs) Or who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Now, again, remember, this man who jumped on them was empowered by this evil spirit living inside of him. So, basically, what happens here? Uh, it, it says that uh, we, we're coming against you, evil spirit, uh, because we've heard Paul preach against, uh, or uh, Paul preached Jesus Christ. We're coming against this evil spirit through Paul's preaching of Jesus. But there's a real, what's the problem there? All right. Exactly right. So these men, called vagabond Jews, did not have a relationship with Jesus. They'd heard about him. They'd heard preaching about him through Paul. But they had no relationship with Jesus. So when they try to exercise this evil spirit out of this man, they stand on their own human strength. And they absolutely cannot get that spirit out of that man. In fact, the spirit through the man jumps on them and whoops them rips their clothes off so that they're running away naked I mean it's almost a funny scene but it's not funny either Uh, but you can't take on Satan by yourself it is through the power of Jesus Christ through the power of prayer that we can only come against Satan Uh, we're inadequate in ourselves to overcome Satan's power Uh, he will defeat human effort even if it's done with good intention Uh, and that's why Ephesians 6 calls us to be strong in the Lord be strong in the relationship that you have with the Lord there's a strength in that relationship that gives us through Christ in us the ability to confront the evils of Satan we have to have God's power in our life and our heart to do battle with Satan the name and the blood of Jesus Christ is our banner of victory Uh, and the Word of God is our sword of battle Um, so anybody want to... Uh, also, one, one point about the, the suit of armor is it only covers one side of your body. It's the front side, which means you're, 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 you're facing Satan. Turn you back and run, and you're leaving a lot exposed. Uh, so the armor of God is to face Satan, not to run from him. Uh, okay, well, let's move on a bit Uh, looking at our enemy, one of the best ways to prepare for warfare is to know the toolbox of your enemy, to know what they have that will come against you, to know how they work, to know their arsenal, and to to understand their tactics of battle. Uh, We can understand Satan. Really, Satan's tactics of battle are seemingly, as you see it in God's Word, I, I think uh, while, while he has uh, a lot of wily ways, uh, his tactics uh, are, are pretty easily seen in God's Word. Uh, there are four critical facts about Satan that you and I need to know. Uh, here's the first one. Fact number one, we are in a spiritual war. It's a war that, uh, that's not a war that may come for the true believers. We are in that war right now. It's not going to come, it has come, and we're in that battle. Our war is not with people. You know, tonight we, uh, we, we, we say we pray for our government, and absolutely we do pray for our government. Uh, but we need to stop seeing people as the source of our conflict. Uh, right now, our government, we look at it and we see ways that, uh, that it's radically walking away from the Lord and... Uh, and, and some leaders are making bad decisions, but that's based on human intelligence. Uh, the decisions that we see are not based on a godly leading, but on human intelligence. And the government is not leading by godly principles, not leading the country in a biblical way. Uh, and I don't say that so critically, but I, I, you, you know how I feel. Uh, we honor our government leaders, we honor our president, we honor the office, but we're to pray for him and pray for our government and pray for God to, to have a, an inroad into the, the lives of leadership of our government. Uh, so we don't hate these people, right? We don't hate them. Uh, we, are, we are to love them so that the Lord can get hold of them. So actually, people are not the root of our problem. Satan is. We have to remember that people are lost without Jesus Christ. And people are ignorant of His power and His word when they don't know Him, when they don't have Him, when they don't understand their need for Him. And Satan uses that lost system of people as puppets to bring his assaults and his uh, darts and his conflict into the world. So Satan is at the root of the conflict, not people. Uh, if, you, if, we, if we learn to hate people, we're hating the wrong source. The people are not really our enemy. Satan is the enemy, using people as puppets who don't know the love of Christ, who don't know the way of Christ. So if we keep blaming people for our problems, uh, we're going to be continually defeated because we're not getting to the root of where the conflict is coming from. It's from Satan himself. So, we don't want to fight against the wrong source. It's Satan. That's fact number one. Here's fact number two. Satan is our only enemy. Satan is our only enemy. When we view people or institutions or courts or government systems or circumstances as our enemy, we are misdirected. Uh, Satan operates through the earthly institutions and entities, and the problem is in Him alone. Uh, so when we pray, we need to keep on target, saying, Lord, help me keep perspective of where the root of the problem is. Uh, and it's in Satan. It's He is our enemy. People are not our enemy. Situations or groups are not our enemy. It's Satan's work through them. He is the root of the problem. We don't need to criticize public figures we need to pray against satan who is using them uh here's fact number three satan uh, wants and works to destroy you and to destroy your family believer and to destroy the work of jesus christ he is actively working to destroy the church and don't you doubt it uh we, we must be on guard because Satan wants to destroy the church. And it's amazing the inroads that Satan can get into a church. Satan has gotten into the church by the color of a carpet. Isn't that sad? But he's, he's gone a long way to destroy churches with little minor tiny issues and, and things that, that just put major roadblocks into the church's ministry and between brothers and sisters in Christ we have to realize he wants to destroy us. He is not interested in building us up. He has no desire to see our success. Uh, He wants to destroy marriage. He wants to destroy the home. He wants to separate godly parents from teaching their children. And that's why we want to teach our our parents, your children are your charge. You are are the leader of your children. Your children are not the leader of your home. You're to be the godly parents over your children and lead them in godly ways. Uh, he, he, Satan hates the men and women who lead the church, hates us, would love to destroy us. He hates the church itself. We cannot forget or downplay that truth. And one of his tools is to take our eyes off of Jesus and his ministry by leading us to fight over insignificant things. We have to keep Jesus at the forefront of ministry. We can't divert our attention off the Savior. We'll, we'll work through the color of the carpet. We'll work through what a new building might look like. We'll work through the, the stuff of the church and the finances of the church and how the Sunday school runs and all those things. But, but over it all, we're keeping our eyes on Jesus, keeping our eyes on his leadership, and that comes through prayer together. Praying that he leads us guides us so uh, Satan would have us instead of raising missionaries for Christ he'd rather us raise a fuss over something within the church Uh, he is out to destroy all he can don't forget that that's fact number three he is out to destroy you me the church and every person who stands for Jesus fact number four even though Satan is alive today his, have you read the end of the book? His, his, his doom is absolutely for sure. It is certain. So when Satan points out our sin or our weakness, you know the Bible calls him the accuser. Uh, and, and he loves to accuse God's children, God's people. Uh, but we need to point out, let me, let me tell you what your future is. You know, you're destined for the lowest pit of hell. Uh, And I'm not going to walk in your way, and I'm not going to accept your accusations against me because Jesus Christ has forgiven me, and I walk with Him and I live for Him. No, I'm not perfect, but He's 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 making a diamond out of this chunk of coal, and and we need to to come against Satan and his accusations and his. His desire and his will and his efforts to pull you and me down so that we, we are too browbeaten to do ministry and, and face other people in the love of Christ. We have to be very pointed that we keep our eyes on Jesus and off of Satan uh, because he loves to drag us down. Warfare praying reminds Satan that we are not his prey anymore. We have been delivered. We are not in his clutches We're not under his control. We're not under his power because Jesus Christ lives in us. Jesus Christ is the Lord of this church, and we need to follow him in all things. We will continue uh, with looking at a a bit more of warfare praying in uh, the next lesson that we share together. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you will join us on our next podcast.